You can support Fullness Folly on Patreon. Warning, listener discretion advised. The following episode contains themes some listeners may find disturbing. Fulmer's Folly, Episode 9, Part 1, I Shall Fear No Evil. Samantha. Water. I have to find water. Water. Get up. Penny, get up. I need you. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Please, please, get up. Find water. 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 Open your eyes. Get up. Get up. Please, please. My breath's visible in the crisp night air. I sit alone in the cockpit. Fulmer's sails barely stirring. Are we becalmed? I don't remember. The girls are asleep in the forward cabin. Jack's with them. Though I don't think he's sleeping. Not even really sure the girls are. Arietti keeps asking questions, over and over. I can't keep thinking of art projects, but if I don't, she'll be on that bloody iPad again, seeing it, every time I turn my back. Then she's at the radio, or curled up in a dark corner, crying. I need her to feel safe. I thought it would be easier with Penny. The other day, she was with me in the saloon, laying in her basket, flicking her arms in that uncoordinated way she does, trying to move her blanket with her feet. Ari was on deck with Jack, so I was on my phone, trying, um... trying to... At some point, I looked down and she was watching me. Absolutely stone still. Like... Like she knew. Jack keeps skipping meals. He says he just gets distracted, but... Even when I put something into his hand, he puts it down. He's going quiet again. I don't sleep when he's on watch alone. Maybe... Maybe if we get the canoe out tomorrow, it will distract. Or or a movie night. Make a den in the cockpit with some sheets and... and... I close my eyes tightly, rocking on my seat, hands clasped together. Not now, please. I think the crying's coming from one of the many lights off to port, but it almost sounds like... The water surrounding us is jet black. It's weird. Normally, the starlight reflects in it when it's this calm, but tonight it's like the water's swallowing everything. I raise my head to the lights from... I... I know there were other boats. Wasn't... Wasn't someone crying? God... So hard to think. My head is pounding. Uh, my mouth feels like sandpaper. Uh, 
My lips are bleeding like they've cracked and blistered. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing something. What is it? My gaze drifts to the intense beauty above, and any pain is suddenly snuffed out. It doesn't seem real. Icy ribbons of white and blue star clusters spreading out from a cosmic cloud of purple and red. Oh, wake Ariete up. She loves the stars. Might help lift her. Yeah. Wake Harry. The impact throws me across the saloon. Fulmer violently tumbles over hard to starboard. I slam back into the floor, Fulmer writing herself. Water? There's water on the floor! Dad! Wood panelling explodes! Fulmer rolling again, catapulting me into Ari's bed. The sea roars in through the companionway, sweeping me up, stirring me in the foaming torrent, cracking my body into fixtures. The stern violently dropping as the bow rises above my head. My fingernails claw at the slippery floor. Ariete! A wave of water engulfs me. Legs tangled. the cracked cabin door shut, hearing the fury behind the thin wood. Shattering pain cuts through my skull. I turn, expecting to see Jack and Penny, but... Moonlight spilling in through the forward hatch highlights the empty bed. Water's bubbling and hissing through the crack in the door. I rush to the bed. They have to be here. I try to scream for them, but it's, it's like the sickly sweet taste of salt water has paralysed my tongue and I just mumble. I have to find them. We have to get out. I try to move my leg and something pulls against it. I look down and see I'm still tangled. A, a lifeline? Growing tighter. Underwater. Rolling. Biting. Bedsheet enclosing. Dragging me down. Lifeline cutting into my flesh. I can't breathe. does it feel like being that close? Here, have some water. Take it. It's seawater. Weren't complaining earlier. The dim glow from a camping lamp wraps around the swelling on her face picking out bruising, blotching her pasty skin. Reflecting in her dark eyes as two pinpricks of hot light. Drink. You look like you're used to a salty taste in your mouth. My stomach curdles. Her hair, released from its ponytail, flanks either side of her head as she looms over me. A cold draft tells me the companionway's open. 
I can't feel the boat moving. I tighten my hand into fists and pierce my nails into my palms. Is this real? Ah, my vision wobbles. Images stretching and drifting like smoke. Ah, it feels like someone's dragging a rake across the inside of my skull. The sickly, metallic taste of the seawater she had already poured down my throat, blistering my mouth. Drink. Focus. Focus. Stay conscious. We're sinking. No. No, that's not right. But neither's this. Think. Hey, focus. Why is she saying that? Can she hear my thoughts? Is she in my head? Oh, screaming. The girls. Where's... Penny? Who likes to sing? Thought you said she smiles even when... I'm so confused. I see flashes of Jack. Jack being killed. Katie holding Penny. Jack's face. Bloodied. Rotten. He put his hands on me! Christy little root rat, I'll cut them off and shove you over the side till you drown, fucking bird! I'm right! I'm right! Liam, piss off! I never! I... A cloudy shape is violently shoved. Focus. The shape disappears. Focus! Pain! Breathe! Stay awake! You fucking dog! Oi! No! Listen. Listen. The sound makes something click in my head. Wasting. They're not here. The girls! Hey, look at me. Look, it's me. I fucking know it's you! Listen. You got to shut up now. You hear him? I raise my head to the forward cabin, a muscle in my neck, snapping, sending fire across my nerves. Don't pass out. Stay awake. In the gloom, I can see the smashed outline of the door, the light failing just before the bed. Rope my tits. Dirty fucking I'll sort of. Yeah? I'll fucking sort him. But right now, you got to shut up. Or he'll be over here telling you now. Yeah? My eyes strain so hard to see into the dark cabin, but it feels like blood vessels are bursting. Fucking nose. Nose not to. I see shapes in the dark, distorting every time I blink. Is there something slumped on the bed? Don't! I ain't touching. You're in control. Huh? You got this. Fucking Liam, fuck him! Fuck all of you, fuck the old man! My body shakes as I force myself over. Vision prickling, head shifting from splitting pain to fuzzy and light. Focus. What's on the bed? Focus. He, he's supposed to care about us. We nearly died. For shit. Why are we back here? Why should I share our water? It's ours. My legs are like lead weights. Stay awake. Ari, screaming. Pen, what's... what's on the bed? My feet drop with a thud to the floor. My hair's ripped back, almost snapping my neck. The world spins. Katie's face fits. Darkness. When you told my mum to send us upstairs, you stayed with her in the cupboard. Did you hurt her? 
Did... Did you... What did she tell you? She said you didn't. There you are, then. Well, she would say that even if you did. Dark thought. So, did you? No, but then I could be lying. Why lie? Why tell the truth? Did you? What were my actual words? No, but you could be lying, which which means you're lying. Does it? If you did, I'll kill you. Certainly take after your mum. Stop. Burning. Stabbing. Aching. Ah, oh, Everywhere. I try to open my eyes, move my lips, but my nose fizzles. Ah, tight skin splitting on my lip. Interesting. It's just a canister. Hmm. And every time I pick it up, your eyes turn down and away. Because it's an empty canister. What happened out there on the water? Nothing. I told you. I just found it among some trash. I force my eyelids open at a crack. Blodgy orange fish an inch away from my nose stares back at me with cartoon eyes. Oh, I feel sick. No, stay awake. Stay awake. Sunlight, pale grey, dawn. Fulmer's folly. The voice suddenly registers. Surge of panic. Flashes of his face. Claustrophobia. I can't breathe. The man in red is behind me. Do you know what a fulmar is? It's a seabed. Related to the albatross. Arietti. Grey and white feathers like a seagull. But chunkier. A strong flyers in feeding flocks out at sea. They defend their nests by spitting oil at intruders. A foul-smelling oil. Most kids would have started with that fact. So? Don't talk to him. Get away. Run! Have you ever seen one? Why? Have you? Just asking if you'd seen one. You'll twist it somehow. You're doing something. You play games with people. I see you do it with the others. How so? Harry goes quiet. I can feel his lips curling at the edges. Don't let him in your head. I think it's only him down here. Sounds like he is at the table, facing towards the stern. I gently flex my fingers and toes. Pain, but their limbs are working. Don't think. Rush him. Grab his head and... <laughs> until you hear bones snap. Don't think about it. Just do. Silence speaks of paranoia. Perhaps you're just overtired, little one. Do not ever speak to me like that. You already took everything. Did I ask you? Then why are you looking <laughs> Fucking bastard! Uh, uh, my knee instantly buckles. Table. Crack pain. Dizzy. Oh, focus! Pair of boots next to my cheek. Well, that was fucking spectacular. Oh, my muscles jitter in every limb. I feel like glass. I lift my head a couple of inches, keeping my face to the floor. Strands of mousy brown hair break free from my ponytail to graze against tender skin. Mum? Sit down. They can hear you. Shut it. They're watching. I've been doing that all night. Mum, can you speak? Oi, your ear's bleeding. Fucking will be if you don't put your skinny ass back uh, in your seat. I swear I... Ah! 
His boot knocks my head sideways, crushing down, pinning it. Swell of agony from my damaged face. I grip his ankle. And the pressure increases. No, stop! You fuck! Oh, fucking! Fingers clawing at his ankle. It's like my head's in a vice. That'll do. Why? Because violence at the wrong moment can make you look weak. Says you. Come on. Get off! One another slap! Don't play it up. Feckin' tap. Cop shots. Put your mask back on. More have come out. Doesn't matter. And on the rocks. Breathing. His red eyes fidget over the top of a black bandana covering his nose and mouth. Thumb gnawing as his gloved fingers. They can't swim. They can still be in water. The man in red's eyes narrow on her. Flicking to something on the table and back. And they can jump. And swim fast. What's he talking about? There's nothing else out there. Just rubbish. Harry? When James is calm, wake Katie. But let him do it. Liam. Liam. His brow twitches. Raspy breathing, audible. He looks haunted. Like he's seeing something. Liam. Get out of there. He taps the side of his head. Get James to wake Katie. He steps over me. Arietti keeps her head turned to a corner of the floor. Ari? Where? Where's Pen? She's on the seat next to me. <gasps> Penny? <gasps> you Okay, yeah? You... Oh, you'll be okay. You stay here, yeah? Remember, you promised me, yeah? I really thought you'd have used that knife and ended it. My vision narrows. Surge of heat, then cold. Head going light. No! Stay with it. Don't leave them again. You left them. You left them. My trembling hands pull away the blankets. Penny opens her eyes a sliver but remains still. Oh, I want to lift her into me, but I'm so frightened. I keep feeding her sips. You found water? My eyes flick to her when she doesn't respond. She's staring at the floor with this awful, empty expression. Nose and lip bleeding, eyes glazed and sunken. There's new bruises on her face, around her wrists. She's... she's changed clothes. She, she won't look at me. Why won't she look at me? Certainly has your uh, spirit. Going to kill all of them. Stay. head twitches away from me, brow and mouth wobbling. Arietti? What? What are they doing? Why are they doing that? Why, um... Did... Did you, uh... Change your clothes? 
I'm sorry. Don't. Sorry. Don't you ever. You. You. Never you. It's nothing you I've did. I've told us. What? I was stupid. And, and I got the boat stuck in. In the water. I. I, I killed someone. I don't know, but they were wasting. But they, they, they were a person. Is um that why you changed your clothes? Bruises. I tried to stab him, and then later Katie got mad. Are you okay? Ma yeah. I am. Um... None of them. You keep feeding her water. Dark green waves roll through the bay, gently knocking Fulmer against the predator's fenders and lifting a soup of debris littered with bodies, rolling and whitening into foaming strips that push through the shallows and break against a twisted hulk of metal. The cruise ship from the storm. The man in red stands at the stern of Fulmer. His back's to me, but I can see he's covered his face. The other three have done the same, even James. All muted and motionless with their heads in the same direction. Not even noticing Ari isn't with me. I follow their eyeline, past the beached leviathan to the cliffs. My hand won't move. Come on. I force my fingers to grip the bloodied fabric of my top, pressing it into my ruined nose and swollen cheeks. There are hundreds, thousands, emptying the ship through breaks in its hull, or just dropping from openings above. The ones that can get back up surge to any rock face they can find, squirm their fingers and toes into any crack or handhold and climb. Some fall. A man at the top pulls away grass and earth as he tries to haul himself over the edge, tumbling silently back down, cracking into two others that were attempting the ascent cartwheeling and then over the roll of the waves there's a sickening repetitive drumbeat of wasting smacking into stone some of them land head first their heads disappearing into a mush of blood and bone others slip helplessly into the surf to be taken by the water but then there are those like the man who haul their broken carcasses back up and try again, trampling over the growing mass of crawlers who manage to drag themselves to the cliff face but are no longer able to climb, twisted, bent limbs reaching up. Those that make it to the top disappear inland. We're not alone. You're... Your boat's engine still works, doesn't it? 
you should leave. Unless you want to be infected. None of them move. The man in red is still with his back to me. There's no reason for you to be here. Why come back? Do you think your man's still rolling around in that lifeboat somewhere? Don't let him in your head. They say the wasting's a slow death. Blisters start to appear on your skin as it loosens and stretches as your body swells. That stench of yourself decomposing. I bet you can practically taste it. Don't let him in your head. Don't let him. Then fluids leak from every which way in you. Start to collapse in on yourself. Liquefying until the wasting in you slows everything down. So your nerves can feel every moment you rot. Every second the mould eats away at your face. I wonder how it feels, decaying. I imagine it's like, like you know, when your hands have really frozen in ice and then the blood starts pumping again. That long, agonising inferno that goes all the way to your bones. As if your nerves are being picked apart by needles. Or perhaps it simply feels like ageing sped up. Stay, if you want to know. The air will be infected. They... The thought flashes. The girls' faces aren't covered. Hundreds of lungs pushing out polluted air. She killed one. She said she killed Ariete. My eyes shoot to the bodies floating in the water. Wasting. What did she mean? How how did she do it? Did she trick it into the water? Did she kill it from a distance? No. No. She would be dead if it had got close. It, it would have got her the same as Jack. So, so she, she can't be. She, she isn't. Oh, Jesus, no. No. I've left her with Penny. You fucking idiot. I wasn't... I wasn't thinking. I was... I was so scared she'd be... No. She's not... Not infected. She's... She seems fine. She's... She's talking. She's okay. My vision spins. No. Don't you fucking dare. Then... Finally, after whatever chemical you're being force-fed isn't enough, it ends. Some mushy organ finally fails, or your belly splits open, spilling out your insides. I hear they often suffocate because air gets into the chest cavity, collapses the lungs. Fucking shut up! Just shut up! But when you think about it, if the person's mind's gone at the start of stage three, Wasting is actually quite a quick death. Why are you talking about this? We have nothing. You left us with nothing. And I really thought you'd be dead by now. Done the right thing by your wains and ended it. Fuck you. (laughs) You simply can't let go, can you? But you know, I think surviving is the slow death. Is it existing like this day in, day out, fighting over the scraps of a rotting world... And those scraps are getting leaner and are fighting vicious. Maybe you should end it. He turns. I blink quickly, trying to clear any tears in my eyes. Force my body not to flinch when he moves towards me, so our toes are practically touching. He gently tilts his head towards my right ear. My skin crawling from the sound of his breath. You really are a most interesting person. He takes a step back, speaking to the others, but keeping his head turned towards me. Nothing's changed. That's a swarm. Going inland. Someone's about to have a really bad day. He means they found someone. Someone who'd clung on for two years in hell is about to die. I look over his shoulder at the horde. (laughs) Maybe he's right. Maybe surviving is the slow death. No. No. Don't think like that. He's trying.
trying to wear you down so you don't fight. <laughs> Liam. Get out of there. Liam's feet shuffle. He starts clawing at his mask, sounding like he can't breathe. His legs wobble and he turns away from the ship, flexing his fists over and over again. James immediately crosses over to the Predator. Come here. Come here. He gives him a light slap on the cheek. Liam panics and tries to pull away, but James grabs him round the neck and hits him again, pushing his forehead into his temple. Fucking sort it out, yeah? Get your shit right. You a sap? You a fucking sap? No. And breathe. Slow it down. Sort it out. The back of James's shaved head blocks Liam's face, but I hear him wheezing, see his hands tugging desperately at the arm clamped around his neck. Better breathe. Fucking breathe slow. You want to go in? Go for a swim with them? Man up. Behind them, Katie watches from her position on the Predator, her beaten face not registering concern or even irritation. She simply watches Liam frantically squirm, like, like her eyes are seeing events without meaning. My head jerks to the companionway. Ari stood there, passively listening to Liam's pleas and James's threats. Vacant eyes staring off into the cockpit floor. Suddenly, I'm so frightened. Up you come, lass. Harry's cut lips twitch, brow wobbling and whole body starting to shake. I can hear her fighting to breathe. Leave her alone. I step sideways, blocking her from his view. Stomach holding on to this ball of intense rage to keep me upright. He blinks slowly, gaze drifting up to meet mine. No, don't look away. Stop shaking, fuck. Look threatening. Keep eye contact. The girls. I can hear his patronising voice inside my head. A truly interesting person. You look pale. When was the last time you ate? Ignore him. Stand up straight. He's just... He's... He's... He's going to put Ari in the water. They're here to loot the ship. His eyes stay steady on mine, but I I can't help it. Mine flick to the cruise ship and back. He sees. My right foot scrapes back, body leaning to hide Ari. The wasting will pay her no mind. Fuck you, you fucking what? Legs start to buckle, his face blurring. Easy. He yanks me back upright by my wrists, jarring my head. Vision darkening. Stay with us. Lasses need no more. This is going to happen. No! Yes. No. Yes. Small boats, small holes. Barely worth it, but a big ship. What do you think? Two... 3,000 people? She doesn't have to go inside. I've not lost my grip on reality. All she has to do is sift through the water. Medicine, food, drink, tools, vitamins. There isn't anything. Shut up. I've told you. Leave her Jim. Jim. He twists me aside like he's about to go for Jim. Don't you dare. James stops, fidgets irritably, then crouches down his top half virtually disappearing down the companionway as he leans in, forcing Ari to step back into the gloom. Her glistening eyes shift back and forth over whatever he's hissing, his shoulders and the top of his head jerking sharply, closed fist bracing himself against the side. Don't you! I'm shoved back, heels banging into fibreglass, falling hard on the cockpit bench. Listen, and listen good, lass. The girl is going in the water. Now, I cannot imagine how helpless that makes you feel, but you cannot stop She will die! Possibly. But if she doesn't, certainty. (laughs) Careful, or you'll leave them alone again. Bastard! Coward! 
I know exactly what I am. If my crew leave here empty-handed, they will take out their frustrations another way. So you can either be smart for your wins, or be an outlet. You're afraid of them. I'm a realist. And I know it's easier to follow someone through hell if your belly's full. You took our food! A few expired tins. Do you know how much effort it was to run you down? What do you expect? <laughs> More than we got. She's already done it once. For every item she finds, I'll let you have a cup of water. For every five, a tin of food. And then we can part ways. If you're feeling strong, you can go in too. Speed things up. Help save your wee lass while we look after her. No! Arietta goes in alone. Uh, you sick, twisted. Time's ticking. Little one's weak. Is it all on the eldest again? Go back. I'm fine, Mum. Just... Just look for something. Well, there isn't. Just look. <coughs> Mum? You okay? Stop asking. Look for things. I knock a red canvas shoe away from my face. The field of shattered plastic scraping against my skin. Splinters of broken furniture. Old face masks. T-shirts, hoodies and trousers. I push away the mushy remains of a children's book. My whole body aches to hold Penny. To curl up and read to her. Brush fingertips through her soft, fluffy hair. She would rest her head on my stomach and giggle at the Gruffalo. Stay. Stay close. Keep away from the bodies. What is it? Why have you stopped? Hey! Put your mask back on! It's what? I don't care! Keep it on! It doesn't matter anyway. Shut up! You don't ever talk like that! Ever! Do you hear? Her bloodshot eyes turn slowly onto mine. Her head trembling. Hair sticking to her pale face. And I can see the torment. You have been so incredibly brave. And I am so proud of you. Because... Because... I'm really frightened. When... I... I killed them. The wasting. I... I held on to it. Did you touch his skin? Oi! <gasps> I rip the sodden fabric from my face. Look at me. It'll be okay, yeah? We have to stay with it, but... You... you start feeling confused. You have to tell me. Yeah? Don't fucking ignore me! I'll drag your brat up here and start slicing bits off! See how fast you swim then! You don't really believe he'll let us go, do you? Absolutely not. Then what are we doing? Look for something sharp. Something you can... Hide on yourself. Maybe if we tell them the truth. But me and the wasting. Don't say a word. What I first think is a patch of seaweed turns out to be raw sewage. And there's 
a chemical film to the water. Maybe the dregs of the ship's fuel tanks. I start to hear the pleas and screams of the motorboats from year one. See the Spaniard, but quickly close that box. I, I wonder what the cruise ship did for power after they had run dry. Katie hurls abuse every time we stop to catch our breath. Threatens Pen with death. Mutilation. I keep checking she hasn't disappeared from the deck, frightened. Every time she shouts, she's going to say Penny's dead. Terrified. She could be dying and they wouldn't say anything. We'll let her die, scared and alone. And at the same time, I'm watching Arietti for any sign of... I, I, I can't do this. This is torture. I... I, I can't! Jack! I can't do this! Keep looking for a weapon. Stay with it! Focus! The last of the wasting climbing the cliffs hauls itself over the top and stumbles out of sight. The crawlers stranded below continue scratching at the rock with broken limbs. Then they're scuttering into the surf, full attention back on us, choking and spluttering from incoming waves that knock them back up the rocky beach, then threaten to drag them out to deep water. Shadows move in the cruise ship's windows. They're still in there. I really think you need to go back. Do you find anything? She holds up a warped chocolate bar. Least, I think it's a chocolate bar. The print is faded away, leaving only thin strips of garish blue and yellow. I... I didn't see it. Huh? Before. <coughs> I think... A lot of it's been bought... <coughs> by Tide... There's a car tire over there. I don't think... On a cruise ship. He won't accept it. Mum? Mum, please just go back. It's okay. I'm here. You're going to go under when I'm not looking. Don't be stupid. You're being stupid. Jimmy stood up. Come on. There were so many. What, they must have eaten something. Sun-dried fish? Seaweed? I bet it wasn't as good as ours. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think funny either. Her attention shifts to the can of coke in my hand. Her intense look asking the question. Over there. Ish. Hey. I really tried. I really looked and I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Hey, hey stay oh, with so me. Stupid. We will get through this. But you have to stay. Keep moving forward. What? Dad. Something you said. You listen to Dad. I find a broken piece of hard plastic. It's jagged at one end and I can hold it like a dagger. Ari helps me hide it on my back, wedging it under my bra strap. I get her to hide another piece in the waistband of her knickers. This is so messed up. The crew turn the predator around so she's facing the same way as former. Easier to step between cockpits. 
When we swim back, I finally see the predator's real name. The Silver Caspian. When the Caspian's crew see our hall, they won't let us up at first. Katie throws another tantrum, threatens to light pen on fire in front of me. I can't get to her. As Katie screams at everyone and everything, her top rides up at the back. She's got her gun again. When they finally let us up, Liam has to hoist me out. For a moment, I'm frightened he'll feel the dagger as he clumsily grabs hold, but he skulks away quickly. My whole body's on fire. It's so hard to think. I press my forehead into the Caspian's cockpit floor, trying to make the nausea and wooziness stop. Harry appears with a cup of water. I want to say no. Let her and Penn have it all, but... But I need something. I'm... I'm sorry. I... I shakily push the cup back to her, watching intensely to see how she drinks. If she can't control her thirst, I can't do this. I can't be here. Jimmy's forcing her back over the side. And then I see him just standing there. And even though his lips don't move, I can hear his voice saying, slow death. End of part one.